Check, checking, check, 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 checking. Hello, everybody. What's good? What is good? Family, my tribe, my people, my friends, my homies, and all other words that create a sense of connection between me and you. How are you? What's really good? With two U's. We don't put O's in the word good. We put U. It's G-U-U-D. Are you good or are you good? I'm good, baby. I hope you guys are having a wonderful life. Um, Excited to dive into a couple topics today and catch up on what's been going on and what we got coming up. Um, But before we do that, don't skip ahead. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. Um, They had a big deal for November that you guys missed out on if you didn't get any. And if you're interested, which you should be, you can go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Is that it? It is it. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Get 10% off your order. Um, Actually, it looks like you can get 12% or 15% if you get a pack of three or 25%. If you get a pack of six, you can save 25%. That's a hot deal. On my favorite supplement, Magnesium Breakthrough, um, helps lower inflammation, uh, eases me into sleep, helps with uh, muscle recovery after workouts, and uh, all other, a lot of other types of um, immuno-beneficial things. Learn more and place an order at magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Um, what's up, man? What's good? What What's actually like good? Like what is really, really good? What's good? I was in uh, Finland for the entire week of the Thanksgiving holiday. First time, um, definitely first time I've ever been to Finland, but also the first time I wasn't back in my hometown for Thanksgiving break. So I didn't go to the Wednesday night uh, bar crawl that we usually do. Typically, you know, on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, that's like um, the night everybody goes out and parties with all their friends from high school. That's one of my favorite nights of the year, to be honest. I had way more fun in Finland for sure. But um, I sometimes I get, I ask people if they go out to that, like in their hometown, and they're like, no, absolutely not. I don't go to that. And I always feel like, oh, man, that sucks, dude, because I go – I that's my shit. That's like my vibe 100% is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I, I literally live for that night because I get to see all my old friends. I'm in my hometown. I know everybody. We all know each other and we get to party and hang like we used to in high school. I had a great high school experience. I had a fucking phenomenal time in high school. I had so much fun. We drank and partied and uh, hung out with each other. Everybody got along. It was great. A lot of people didn't have that, which is a bummer, but um, my high school experience was rad and I love seeing everybody uh, when we go back and we used to do this football game on the Friday and we used to go out and party on the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving and then half Thanksgiving hungover as hell. And then Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, we used to do a big football game at uh, the high school with all, all the friends. And we did that from uh, probably the year after high school for maybe seven years straight. So that would have been yeah, up until age 25 or 26. I'm 17 right now, but like theoretically, uh, we would have been 25 or 26. And then people started getting injured or like hurt. Like like my buddy came uh, out to a game and he started puking on the sideline because he just hadn't put his body through that type of physical athletic stress probably since high school. Um, and that's when we knew, okay, it's time to 
<laughs> it's time to settle. We need to find a new activity uh, for our Fridays after Thanksgiving. And so we just decided to get to start day drinking now. Um, like last year on the Friday after Thanksgiving, instead of playing football or basketball together, we um, went out for, for noon beers, which was great. A lot of fun. Um, but instead, I went to Finland, dude. Why? That's a great question. Still trying to figure out the why part of it. Um, but man, what a trip. It was a great trip. You, you know, my mom is, is super cool, very adventurous. She loves to travel and she loves traveling with me and my sister who's in college. And so the only time that we can all travel together or like really get together as a family is during the holidays because that's when my sister is off school and that's when I usually don't have shows or anything going on. And so she booked this trip to fucking Finland of all places. Motherfucking Finland, dude. And me and my sister were like, all right, I mean, you're trying to go to Finland. We'll go. To, we'll go. We'll go to Finland. You don't have to tell us why. We'll just go. If you really want to go to Finland, we'll go to Finland. My mom was like, yeah, you, you're coming to fucking Finland. And so we did it. We went to Finland. And um, what, what a beautiful place. A lot of, it's very different there than the U.S. in terms of, well, some things are similar. Some things are different. Obviously, that would be everywhere. But like some social and cultural things up there were very different. It's, it's cold as fuck. Uh, I guess that's not really a cultural difference, but that's just like a difference difference. They have like four or five hours of daylight during the winter, which is kind of brutal. Um, but you know, it's different over there. Like in the U S is very hospitality oriented and everybody's like, hi, how are you? Welcome. Da, da, da. What can I get for you? Da, da, da. Almost to the point where it's fake sometimes, but you know, it's so, we're so, uh, open and welcoming it just culturally. Like when you go to a restaurant or a store, um, they're just like, welcome in. Hi, how are you guys doing? None of that in Finland. <laughs> didn't get, I didn't get any of that. People were nice, but it wasn't, it, it was just like, there was this realness to it. Um, like I asked a woman at a store that we went to, if she could show me, uh, some items in a locked glass cabinet. Cause I want to look at these things. And she was like, yeah, uh-huh. And she just started walking over there. And I was like, oh, okay. Is she, I wonder if she's going through something. And then that's just, but no, that's just the way that people are. It's just a transaction and you're going to come in, you're going to buy something, you're going to leave and it's all good. And we're all having a good time. And there was something cool and like honest about that, uh, that I kind of liked, although I did miss people being fake nice to me. Cause that's always a nice little ego boost. Um, but, uh, it was cool, man. It was really nice to be in a place that just simply does not give a fuck about what's happening in the U S there, there was no tension. There was no weird, like it just people you could just tell were living, I don't know, happier. Uh, it, I don't know. Like I, I'm in LA and, and I see people with masks all the time and there's signs everywhere for, about COVID and there's mask signs and distance signs and the stickers on the floor of grocery stores and shit. I didn't really see much of that in Finland. It was the occasional like COVID sign on a building, but it wasn't like being forced down people's throats. Um, also to get into the country, they're the most logical country that I know of because you either have to have the vax card or proof of a negative test within the past couple days, I think, or proof that you already had the virus. So, I mean, at, at this point, personally, I feel like everything should just be open with none of that. It's like, let's just get back to living now because this is here to stay and everybody can make their own decision on how best to protect themselves and their family. Um, but as far as like having to have rules goes, 
Uh, Finland seems to be on top of their shit because they are welcoming with all that kind of stuff. Uh, so that was nice to see. And it was also just nice to be out in a different part of nature that I've never been in before. Like the forest was all fucking, you know, it's straight out of a, a picture book. It was straight out of the Polar Express. I felt like I was in the candy cane gumdrop forest. What's that place? Candyland? The game? Remember Candyland? You guys ever go through the gumdrop forest? Was it the gumdrop forest? Or was it the candy cane forest? Or was it the candy cane mountains? Or the gumdrop, the gumdrop pond? Fuck! What was it, dude? <laughs> Candyland board game. Jamie, pull up the Candyland board game for me, please. I need to see the different sections. Okay, so Candyland has... Uh, don't get smaller. That's stupid. I didn't tell you to do that. Hey, one shit just doesn't work. Stuff is supposed to work. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a thing, just do what you're supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, my God. This game used to be so fun. Candyland. Okay, you start... Where do you start? This is only half of it. Oh my God. I swear to God, dude. When stuff doesn't do what I want it to do, sometimes I get like really mad. You guys ever get like really mad about something that just like isn't working? You know what I mean? Like something like a, like a, 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 maybe you're trying to put the screen back on your window or something and it's not really fitting in. And you're like, Hey motherfucker, you're a fucking screen on a fucking window. Just get into, go into your place. Go, go to, go to your home, go into your home sc window screen. Why are you trying to not go into your home? This is where you live. Your friends are there. Just pop in. But you got to bend it and curve it and fucking force it in there. And then you start sweating. And you're like, why is a window screen causing me to work out right now? I don't know, dude. Things just need to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the little things, guys, that really get me. It's the little tiny things that I just... Um, I just really want to work. Uh, all right, here, here it is. We're gonna zoom in here. All right, Lollipop Woods. No thanks. I don't want to sign up for your stupid thing. All right, Candyland. Candyland board game. Uh, molasses Swamp. Hilarious. Then you get stuck in the Molasses Swamp. There's the Candy Castle. There's Queen Frostine in the Ice Cream Sea. I don't remember that. Damn, Queen Frostine's kind of banging though. Uh, Princess Lolly, um, that looks like a trap. She looks like she would, uh, invite you up to her hotel room, slip something in your drink and take all your money and leave. Princess Lolly, don't trust her. Grandma Nut, that's hilarious. Peanut Brittle House, Lord Licorice. Oh, I remember Lord Licorice. That's pretty tight. Peppermint Forest, that's what it is. But what's the gumdrop thing? Oh, gumdrop mountains. Where are those? Plumpy, the plum, gingerbread plum trees. But where's the gumdrop mount? Oh, they're right there. Gooey gumdrops. Stay here until a yellow card is drawn. Oh, those are the gumdrop mountains. All right, guys. Sorry. This podcast is just me breaking down the game of uh, Candyland, um, which I am done doing now. Why did I get into this? Oh, because that's Finland. Finland is the candy cane forest. That's where we <laughs> Finland is the candy cane forest. Dude, the nature there unbelievable gorgeous the trees don't look real it looks like they're all covered in that fake snow that you see on the christmas trees at target it looks like target trees honestly it's like a whole simulation out there um i shot a video there as bryler bryler went to finland to figure out whether or not the country of finland is real and that'll come out soon maybe i think this week i think i might put it out on friday uh either wednesday or friday i'm not sure which but um 
Bryler went to Finland to learn the truth, to figure out whether or not Finland is real. So um, you're going to have to watch his video to find out if it's real or not. It, But the whole place looked like a fucking simulation. It was really cool. Um, and it's nice to be in nature right now, especially during the pandemic, like because uh, the pandemic is over. Uh, but when the pandemic was popping, it was really nice to go out into nature because nature is just always vibing. You know, nature doesn't care about vaccines and mandates and stuff like that. It's just nature. It's just chilling. And when I was out in Finland in the middle of the woods in, in the absolute dead peace and quiet, like so, so quiet in the woods that the silence was almost suffocating. You know, there's no uh, birds cause it's freezing cold. There's no um, traffic. There's no people walking around talking to each other. It's just, just nature sounds, which is like, not like the wind in the trees. So peaceful, highly recommend. Um, also Finland has, Finland is winning right now because everybody there is so happy and friendly, not friendly, over, overly friendly, like I said before, but friendly in the sense that they're not, they don't seem to be bitching at each other the way we do. I was cruising through Finnish Twitter and I, I don't really see uh, anything similar to what the nightmare of American Twitter is like. And I think it's because they just, from the ground up in, in their entire culture and perspective toward life, they take care of themselves. There's a sauna, their whole sauna culture is um really cool man we stayed at a hotel one night and every hotel room has a sauna in it like an actual sauna like the type of sauna that you would be in if you went to a gym like a six person hot sauna with the coals that you pour a little water on it steams it up and you can get that thing up to like 150 and people do that daily to to cleanse and 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 it's it's i love doing saunas um so to be there and see that made me realize, wow, you know, the, just the absolute, the, the foundational culture of Finland is what allows people to be happier. And, um, you know, I think we could probably use some of that. Uh, I love doing the sauna. And then after the sauna, I would go outside into the negative minus whatever degrees it was. And it's just natural cryotherapy. <laughs> you can do natural cryo just by stepping outside in Finland. Uh, also the food was wild. I had reindeer a couple times. Reindeer was delicious. It was very similar to elk. If you guys have had elk or deer, shout out to my Rogan people. Um, also ate bear. Had bear, dude. Had had a piece of bear salami, like bear sausage. That was really good. Um, very rich. And then had bear braised bear uh, cooked in its own broth with a bunch of herbs and spices. Man, delicious. Uh, expensive because I guess bear is tough to get. But very good. Kind of gamey. Pretty rich. Very rich, dude. Very rich. Anyways, um, also went dog sledding. That was cool. I could go on about Finland forever. Basically, my advice to you would be to go to Finland. My advice to you, if you're having a tough time, are you having a tough time? Go to Finland. Call 1-800-FINLAND and go to Finland. Hey, are you uh, upset and frustrated? Maybe try shutting the fuck up about everything and then going to Finland. If you do both of those things, you could be a happier person. I think you could be a much happier person if you A, closed your mouth and didn't let any sounds come out of it, and then B, went to Finland. And if you could do both of those things kind of at the same time, kind of, I think you'll be a better person to everybody in your life. I think you'll be happier when you talk to people on the phone. 
I think you'll be nicer when you're getting your items checked out at the grocery store and they ask you if you want a bag and you're like, I don't know, isn't that your job to figure out whether or not I should have a bag? Aren't you the expert of bagging? And, 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 but you're thinking that and you're all frustrated and tense. And then you walk out of the store and you get that little feeling in your chest that you're getting really hot because the guy was a little passive aggressive. And he said, Oh, I just, I didn't know if you wanted one or not, but I can choose if you want. And you're like, Oh, well, you shouldn't have said that. You don't, don't need to say anything. Just choose whether or not I need a bag or two. If I'm just getting eggs and pea milk and a couple of carrots, you decide. And instead of going through all that, maybe choose to shut the fuck up and go to Finland. I think, I think you'll be happy. I think it'll make you happy. That's my advice to you. All right. That's enough of Finland. Uh, what else we got, dude? How about... Um, saw Red Notice. Red Notice beca- became the most watched movie on Netflix. Um, but it's a trash movie. It's a bad movie. Uh, everybody involved um, created a piece of art that is objectively not good. And that's unfortunate because they spent a whole lot of money um, to make something extremely forgettable. Uh, I guess maybe they succeeded in entertaining anybody who watched it for two hours. Like they, they now, okay, we made this movie and we were a part of your life for two hours. We gave you something to do for two hours. Um, but it, what the reason why I'm talking about this movie is because I keep seeing this pattern in entertainment and in film in general of just pumping stuff out without really trying to make anything that'll last. And it, it seems to be happening. I don't know. I can't tell if it's happening more and more or if it's always been happening. And now I'm just paying attention to it because I'm getting deeper into the business. Um, but I feel like it's happening more and more like these, they're just churning out these high budget, explosion action movies starring the rock and or whoever uh without any real like artistry behind it i don't know and when i say artistry i mean like um you watch red notice and it's very formulaic same with jungle cruise like the the formula of the movie is very obvious you know there's a hero he wants something there's a love interest and a twist and a resolution and it's every movie has a hero's journey to it, but so many movies are original and creative and do things outside the box, or at least they used to. Uh, My best examples would be any Christopher Nolan movie or uh, Edgar Wright, James Gunn, um, uh, Darren Aronofsky. uh, You know, these guys are, these guys make movies um, in a way that makes you like remember them and want to talk about them and and they can be big budget, high energy action craziness, but it's unique. They do it in a unique way. They tell the story in a unique way, but I keep seeing these big budget movies that are just fucking trash, dude. And it's really upsetting because it seems like those are a vast majority of the things that are getting made. And, um, I don't know. It feels like it's making people dumber, you know, makes you dumb. Would, Would you rather watch, a movie about somebody who's stealing a, a an Egyptian queen's golden egg? Or would you rather watch a movie about somebody who's breaking into three different levels of a person's dream in order to implant a thought into that person's head? Inception. Um, you know? So I don't know. It, it's just... Uh, I, I know so many people that are so talented out there that aren't really getting the opportunity to 
um, pitch and make bigger projects happen. And, and then I see stuff like Red Notice getting made and getting put out and I watch it and I'm just like, what the fuck did, just got made? How did this get made? I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's frustrating at times, but you know, we got to keep doing our own thing. Um, and, uh, what else? Uh, LA is full of crime right now, regardless of what Seth Rogen has to say. Um, it's so crazy to see these celebrities start to talk about trending events and just be so disgustingly out of touch, just grossly out of touch. Um, prime example is, uh, one of the guys that, uh, what's his name? Kyle Rittenhouse killed one of the guys that he shot and killed, um, was a sex offender that anally raped little boys. This is a fact. It's factual information. And what was his name? Joe something, Joseph, uh, something, um, Mark Ruffalo on Twitter called him Jojo as if that was a pet name that his family called him and he wanted to respect his memory by calling him Jojo RIP Jojo. What dude, you, you can have an opinion about Kyle Rittenhouse without <laughs> without calling a convicted pedophile a pet name and saying RIP dude I to me it, it's the world is objectively a better place without that guy on it now I that, that doesn't mean that I'm also a Kyle Rittenhouse fan and I'm grateful for what he did that's a not at all part of this saying RIP saying Jojo Mark Ruffalo, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Come on, man. How out of touch can you be to just not just grasp on to whatever the party line that you're trying to identify with is saying and and blindly throw stuff out there just to make sure you look good with those people? Be better, dude. Be smarter. Same with Seth Rogen, dude. Like if, uh, who was it? Casey Neistat or whatever. I don't even know who that is. Apparently he does YouTube stuff. I think I should look him up a little bit more, but regardless, somebody, um, tweeted about crime in LA and how their car got broken into. And Seth Rogen was like, no, LA is beautiful here. That's going to happen in a big city. Yeah, that is going to happen in a big city, but you know what shouldn't be happening in a big city? Uh, crime on the rise. It shouldn't be rising drastically. Look at all the numbers, dude. It's rising and it's not rising in reference to the rate. The population is rising. It's just rising and it's going up. I moved into this apartment that I'm in now in, back in January, exactly one year ago, uh, got robbed four different times on the day of my move in, my bike got stolen and it was locked up. A guy, somebody came in and cut the lock and took it. Okay. On the day I moved in and we have an underground parking garage, which means somebody slipped in, stole the bitch and left. I've had packages get stolen uh, multiple times. I had somebody, a credit card company called me about two months after I moved in and they said, hey Brent, um, this is MasterCard. We just wanted to uh, verify some purchases that you've made recently. I was like, okay, I think I have a MasterCard. And they were like, yeah, uh, $1,200 at Nordstrom. And I was like, no. And they were like, oh, uh, $2,700 at Macy's. And I was like, no. And they said, Ooh, do you currently have the card ending in whatever, 5264? And I looked through my wallet. I was like, no, I've never had that. What are you guys talking about? 
and they were like, and apparently somebody took the, so uh, you know, you, you get junk mail, right? From all these credit companies. Apparently somebody took it out of the recycling bin in our <laughs> apartment complex. I don't care that all those charges aren't coming on to me because somebody forged my address, I guess, or something. And, uh, the, but that, that's, that happens. This happens all the time. And if I parked on the street, I'd, I have a way higher chance of having my car broken into cause I am in a big city, but also because the crime rate is rising. And if you guys want more info on what's actually happening in LA, I highly, highly, highly recommend you go follow Matt Belinsky on Instagram. I've already said this before. I'm gonna say it again. He posts very detailed analytical breakdowns to his Instagram story every day of anything that's trending. A lot on COVID, a lot on crime, and a lot on politics. And he's very on point with all of his shit. He's, he's, he's a super smart dude, and I love his takes on things because he doesn't bullshit anybody. And he has no agenda, and he's not political um, unless needed, unless there's, you know, lately, Democrats have been screwing up a lot. Um, so he has kind of been um expressing his views on that and i agree with a lot of them so go follow matt belinsky on instagram but yeah dude it's like you know hey seth rogan maybe you know uh don't chime in on crime when you live in a gated community and you have millions of dollars and like a security team probably you know like maybe that's not your your lane uh and maybe look at the data and look at the data that this person was expressing and maybe read through it and be a little bit more educated before you start chiming in that's all I need to be more educated on stuff too, but oh my God, I can't believe I'm more educated on the Kyle Rittenhouse case and LA crime than two of Hollywood's most famous actors right now. How is that a thing? Just these, these people just talk too much without knowing what you're talking about. If I don't know about something, I don't, I don't really talk about it. Or if I do talk about it, I say, I don't know anything about it. Um, and I'm conscious of that. And I ask for input. But some people just hold a position where it's like holier than now, you know, they're on a pedestal. COVID has, has given people the opportunity to put themselves on top of a pedestal that they've never had before. Like you can have, you can give yourself the higher ground simply by saying, like by calling somebody anti-mask or calling somebody anti-vax if they don't think mandates are right. Like, I don't think mandates are right at all. I don't think there should be mandates about the vaccine, but I, I think the vaccine is probably very safe and I would never tell anybody not to get it. Um, but for that, people would think I'm anti-vax, which is wild. And by doing that, they can immediately put me down to prop themselves up. And it's given, and that's just one example, but I've seen it a bunch of other times too. And it's gross, man. Like some people just really have, they walk with this sense of like purpose now, like COVID has given them a reason to think that they are better than half of the country. And they're just like on, on this high ground. And it's really gross, dude. Cause you're an idiot. We're all idiots. And you're for sure. You're for sure an idiot. You know, if you're thinking that you're for sure an idiot. Um, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't know. I think we just got to move on. I can't believe we're still talking about fucking COVID. This is so ridiculous. Omicron, Bananacon, Decepticon, Megatron shit. You guys excited for the new variants? If we get 10 more new variants by Christmas, I will Venmo everybody watching this $5. So let's uh, keep them coming. Keep those variants coming. Keep them coming. Give me a new one for Christmas. Put one under my tree. 
That's that might be a funny sketch. What'd you get for Christmas? I got the I got the Duplicon. Oh, new variant? Nice. Yeah, but I, I I just got the newest one. It's the Vestercon. Whoa. And it's like a commercial for variants. I was thinking of this other video that would be um, what it's like living in Los Angeles now. And it opens on uh, a guy getting his ass kicked by like three or four other dudes. They're all just jumping this guy and like beating the crap out of him. And I walk over and I'm like, hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. Yo, 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 what are you guys doing? And they all pause and look, look up at me. And I'm like, hey, man, this is Los Angeles. And really uh, dramatic piano music kicks in. And I'm like, come on, guys, this is L.A., the city of dreams. This isn't what we're about. We should be we should be protecting each other, man, respecting each other, looking out for each other's safety, man. And everybody starts nodding and like, you know, they start looking at each other and smiling. And then I say, come on, you know, now let me see your guys' vax cards. They show me their vax cards. And I'm like, all right, cool. You got the Johnson? You should probably get that again. Everybody put on a mask. And they all put on a mask. And I say, now put on a, another mask too. Let's go. Let's double up. Everybody puts on a double mask. And I'm like, all right, now make sure all your masks are different colors from the first mask that everybody around you knows that you're wearing too. It'll make you feel good. And everybody's like, yeah, nodding at each other. And then I say, okay, now just stay safe, all right? You may return to your crime. And they start beating the shit out of the guy. <laughs> and then at the end, I don't know, maybe I put on a ski mask and I'm like, all right, I'll see you guys at the looting in about an hour, okay? You want me to save you anything or can I just get started? Okay, cool. And then I walk off very quick. What do you, what do you think of that? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that soon too. Um, cause that's LA now, baby, LA, Los Angeles, the only place you can smash and grab a, a store and, um, get in more trouble for making a personal medical decision. All right. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Everybody go to Finland. Everybody shut the fuck up and go to Finland. I shut the fuck up and I went to Finland and now I'm back and I'm talking too much. So I'm going to stop talking now. Uh, magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Um, that's the vibe. Okay. And I hope you guys have an awesome week, man. Stay happy and stay positive. And, and you know, don't put yourself on a pedestal, put other people on a pedestal. That way we can all put each other on pedestals and we could all be standing tall together. You know what I mean? That's a fun metaphor. Okay. See you guys later. Bye-bye.